Blog Talk Radio. Father, thank you so much for life of another day. For each is a gift from you, Father God. May we never take one day for granted. And as we get ready to start a journey on a new week, Father, we ask, Father, that you guide our steps. For your word teaches that you guide the steps of the righteous. You've already walked before us, Father, and you know what lies ahead. Father, we ask that you guard our hearts and our minds, dear God. May the words that we speak this week be words that are that bring life and that are lifting, dear God. May we be an example of Christ to everyone we meet. May we share the gift of the cross, dear God, for so many are lost in the darkness and need to be brought into the light so that they can receive salvation, Father. Father God, empty us out of things that are not pleasing unto you, Father. Mold us daily into what you'd have us to be. Help us to let go of self, dear God, and to focus on you, Father, for it's all about your glory, not ours, Father. Help us, dear God, to be perfect examples of what you'd have us to be, Father. Use us in a mighty way, dear God. Let there be a revival spirit that's brought forth from every corner of every nation, Father. May we look past, dear God, the color of skin, dear God. May we love people with Christ-like love, looking upon their heart like you do, Father. Father God, fill our heart with love and compassion for our fellow man. If we see one in need, dear God, may we be cheerful givers, dear God. May we just walk daily in your perfect way and your will. May our life testify to you, dear God. For we were created in your image, and when people look upon us, they should see you, Father. Father God, we pray, dear God, for addictions, dear God. That people be set free, dear God, for you're the power and the source for this, dear God. Father, we pray, dear God, for broken homes, dear God, for you are the restorer, dear God. Father God, we pray for healing, for we know that you're the great physician, dear God, and there's none greater than you and that nothing is impossible with you. Your word tells us with just the faith of a mustard seed, dear God, you can move mountains. We look around, dear God, at your creation and it testifies to your greatness and your power. Help us to learn to tap into that power, Father God. For we have a Father that is a King, a Ruler. We are, oh Father, we are just so blessed to have you as our Father. May we never cease to exalt you. May we never cease to honor you daily. May there be a song of praise upon our lips, Father. Just use us, dear God. We surrender our lives unto you, dear God. We want you to take us forth so we can share the gospel. We know you equip us with all that we need, Father. We just give our lives unto you, dear God, and ask, dear God, that you protect us in this week, dear God, and that you just be with us and encourage us. And we know in our weakness your strength will make us perfect, God. We exalt you, we honor you, and we ask these things in your Son's name and in your perfect will. Amen. Hallelujah, Father. We exalt you. You are so worthy of praise. We thank you for every blessing in our life, for all you've done, you're doing and you will do. Hallelujah. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Reaching Out Radio International. I am Evangelist Montel Fields. Of Glory Ministries and founder of Reaching Out Radio International. 
We are a team working together in one mind and one accord as the body of Christ, sharing our heart for Jesus and the gospel into the world. Our hope is that our messages, our worship, truly help you to have an understanding of the love of Jesus. He loved us so much, he gave his life for us. And today, God just put it upon my heart. It's been a while since myself has been on here and sharing some worship and some words. So today, I'm going to be obedient in that. And I'm going to share a scripture reading, a sermon God gave me a while back ago, and some of my worship songs, some from my new CD, Jesus, I Love You, some from live worship. I just want to acknowledge God today. God, we just acknowledge your greatness. We just lift you up. We honor you. Pour your anointing out upon this program today, God. Lord, may it glorify you. Lord, light a fire. Just spread that fire from every corner of every nation. Lord, let people just have a heart and a hunger for your word, for worship. And Father, I pray today if someone doesn't know you, that today they will receive Jesus as their Savior. For the only way unto you, Father God, is through your son Jesus and the sacrifice he made at the cross. We thank you for that sacrifice, Father, for making a way for us from here to eternity. Just move upon this broadcast this morning, God, and have your way, Father God. We just honor you, we praise you, and we thank you. In the name of Jesus, amen. I'm going to share a scripture reading I recorded. It was one of my mama's favorites, and it's Psalms 37. May it bless you and the word of God be planted in your heart today and every day. The heritage of the righteous and the calamity of the wicked, Psalm 37. Do not threat because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass, and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on its faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as a light and your justice as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret, it only causes harm. For evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait in the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall be no more. Indeed, you will look carefully for his place, but it shall be no more. But the meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. The wicked plots against the just, and gnashes at him with his teeth. The Lord laughs at him, for he sees him that the day is coming. The wicked have drawn the sword, and have bent their bow, to cast down the poor and needy, Slay those who are of upright conduct. Their sword shall enter their own heart, and their vows shall be broken. A little that is a righteous man has is better 
than the riches of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The Lord knows the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forevermore. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time, and in the days of famine they shall be satisfied. But the wicked shall perish, and the enemies of the Lord, like the splendor of the metal, shall vanish into smoke. They shall vanish away. The wicked borrows and does not repay, but the righteous shows mercy and gives. For those blessed by him shall inherit the earth, but those cursed by him shall be cut off. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. I have been young, and now I am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants begging bread. He is ever merciful and lives, and his descendants are blessed. Depart from evil and do good, and dwell forevermore. For the Lord loves justice and does not forsake his saints. They are preserved forever, but the descendants of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell in it forever. The mouth of the righteous speaks wisdom, and his tongue talks of justice. The law of his God is in his heart, none of his steps shall slide. The wicked watches the righteous and seeks to slay him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he is judged. Wait on the Lord and keep his way, and he shall exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, you shall see it. I have seen the wicked in great power and spreading himself like a native green tree. Yet he passed away, and behold, he was no more. Indeed, I sought him, but he could not be found. Mark the blameless man and observe the upright, for the future of that man is peace. But the transgressors shall be destroyed together, the future of the wicked shall be cut off. But the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their strength in the time of trouble, and the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them, because they trust in Him. Oh, hallelujah! His word speaks to us. His word directs us. Oh, there's such power when we read the word. I encourage you to read out loud. Get in your word daily. Let it grow within your heart that it may spring forth and bring life and that you could be found ready in all due season. We need to be voices going out because the end times are at hand. We need to have a hunger to stand up and go forth into the nations. We need to be mighty warriors for the Lord. Only when we find true peace in God do we find true rest. For we know without a doubt He's our source in all things. He's our healer, our comforter. In our weakness, He is our strength. I just encourage you. I have such a love and peace. I rest in Him daily. I have no doubt that there's nothing impossible with my Father. And I want to share His goodness and power with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God, we come before your throne of grace. We offer ourselves as living sacrifices. We ask that you draw unto us as we draw unto you. This day we surrender.
before I get ready to share the message God gave me many years ago about complete surrender, I want to share a song that I love to sing, Holy Spirit Rain Down. We truly need to have an understanding in the power of the Holy Spirit. As a child of God, the Holy Spirit lives within us. And my hope is today, if you're listening or maybe an after on demand, if you don't know Jesus, that you receive him today. And I hope that this message helps you to have an understanding what complete surrender truly is when you have a life with Jesus Christ. So open your hearts and your ears to receive God's word. Just let the spirit pour out upon you today. Let him minister to your heart. We just ask, Father, that you let the Holy Spirit rain down. Holy Spirit rain.
to have your perfect will and way. I give this to you for your glory, your honor, and your praise. In your son's name and in your perfect will, I pray. One of my very favorite scriptures is in the book of John, chapter 3, verse 30. It says, He must increase, but I must decrease. That means in our life, God has to be first. He has to be everything. Day that we should be growing in His Word and drawing on to Him and more and more letting go. And as it said in the world, that we're not to be conformed to the world, but the transforming and renewing of our minds. And so many of us are actually being conformed to things of the world. So many think that if they surrender their life and they let go of things of the flesh and of this world, they're going to lose so much. But sadly, they don't realize they're going to gain so much more. For God is our everything. He's our source. He's our power. Oh, in our sorrow, He is our joy. In our weakness, He is our strength. Oh, in our sickness, He is our healer. And praise be to God, He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to be our deliverer. Maybe your life seems like you're just constantly in a whirlwind. You don't know what direction you're going. Daily you find yourself lost. You've got this void. And maybe you feel anger and hate. Maybe you feel worthlessness. Well, I'm here to share with you today that if you just surrender your life to God and you let go and give Him His complete will and way in your life, you will find true rest and peace. And I love to share in others' teachings as well. And I'm going to share a brief teaching from one I found online and as well from my own heart. And we're going to be talking about total surrender today. As I said again earlier, to surrender means to yield to the power, to give complete control of. Are you doing that in your walk with God? I really want you to search your heart and go before God. Ask Him to search you, to reveal to you things that need changed in your life. When you live a surrendered life, I truly find myself in peace every day. I have confidence knowing no matter what I go through, God is there. He is with me. He will never leave me or forsake me. He is walking right there beside me. Praise be to God. It's not a battle for me. It's not a struggle at all. And just daily I live for Him and it comes naturally. I don't even have to focus upon it because He is my all in all. And He has complete control in my life because I've yielded to Him to be used. I love Him with all that I am. And I want to get people to that point in their life. Praise be to God. Peter began to say to him, See, we have left all and followed you. Mark 10:28. Our Lord replies to the statement of Peter by saying that this surrender is for my sake in the Gospels. 10:29. It was not for the purpose of what the disciples themselves would get out of it. Beware of surrender that is motivated by personal benefits that may result, for example, I am going to give myself to God because I want to be delivered from sin, because I want to be made holy. Being delivered from sin and being made holy are the result of being right with God. But surrender resulting from this kind of thinking is certainly not the true nature of Christianity. Our motive for surrender should not be for any personal gain at all. We have become so self-centered that we go to God only for something from Him and not to God 
or God himself. How many times daily do you go before God asking him for something, praying for things? Really think about that. Other times you just go before him, thanking him and honoring him, giving him control, letting him know that you appreciate him, that you want more of him. He tells us in his words that when we draw onto him, he will draw onto us. But so many have gotten busy in this world. So many are focused on I and self, and they don't want to put God in the center of things. God's not in our homes anymore. People are putting things in the world before him. That's why you see so much going on in this world. Can you imagine what our father thinks when he sits up there every day and sees his very own sons and daughters that he created for the purpose of worshiping him, living in sin, thinking that they're in control when we know that God is in control. He gives us free will. I sit and think many times when it rains and it pours and things begin to flood. That's the tears of God flowing from heaven because of what he sees his children doing. And that flood helps to wash the sins away. And You see so many more things happening in this world in regards to floods and earthquakes. And There's so much hate. There's so many things going on in this world. And I truly believe signs of times are unfolding before us. And we need to be found ready and surrendered. The only way to get true peace and to be walking in His will is, is to surrender. Praise be to God. I feel the move of the Spirit. It is so sad that so many are self-centered and that only go to God for things for themselves. And I'm not saying that it's wrong to go to God for things in prayer. He tells us to come to Him. But what I'm saying is that's the only time people are going to Him. They're, they're selfish. They're not going before Him with praise and, and with gratitude and reverence. They're going before Him because of their needs. And we need to get in a mindset when we're going before Him in worship and honoring Him and thanking Him for all that He does. It is like saying, No, Lord, I don't want you. I want myself. But I do want you to clean me and fill me with your Holy Spirit. I want to be on display in your showcase. So I can say, this is what God has done for me. Gaining heaven, being delivered from sin, and being made useful to God are things that should never even be a consideration in real surrender. The genuine total surrender is a personal sovereign preference for Jesus Christ himself. Hallelujah. Where does Jesus Christ figure in when we have a concern about our natural relationships? See, most of us will desert him with this excuse. Yes, Lord, I heard you call me, but my family needs me and I have my own interests. I just can't go any further. Let us look in the book of Luke, chapter 9, verses 57 through 62. Again, Luke 9, 57 through 62. And in the book of Luke, chapter 9, verse 57, it says, And it came to pass that as they went in the way, a certain man said unto him, Lord, I will follow thee whithersoever thou goest. And in verse 58, And Jesus said unto him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. And in verse 59, And he said unto another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, Suffer me first to go and bury my father. Jesus said unto him, Let the dead bury their dead, but go thou and preach the kingdom of God. And that's verse 60. And in verse 61, the word of God tells us, And another also said, Lord, I will follow thee, but let me first go and bid them farewell, 
which are at home at my house. And in verse 62, And Jesus said unto him, No man, having put his hand to the plow, and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. That means he wants us to be willing to let go of everything, no matter what we're in, where we're at in our life situations. When he calls us, he wants us to surrender and follow in his will. He don't want us to think about what we're missing, what we're going to miss out on, things that we're letting go of. He wants us to give us or to give him our all. Can you truly say that you are giving him your all? Are you to that place of surrender in your life? Then Jesus says, You cannot be my disciples. Go to Luke chapter 14. And we're going to read verses 26 through 33. Again, Luke 14, 26, 33. And Father God, I just pray as I share words forth in this message that you bless all the readings of your word and that people will receive it and it will plant it in their heart and you will bring it forth and it will spring into life. Hallelujah. Amen. In Luke 14, verses 26 through 33, verse 26 tells us, If any man come to me, and hate not his father and mother and wife, and children and brethren and sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you, intending to build a tower, sitteth not down first, and counteth the cost, whether he has sufficient to finish it? Left happily, after he hath laid the foundation, and is not able to finish it, all that behold it begin to mock him. Saying this, man began to build, and was not able to finish. Or what king going to make war against another king sitteth not down first, and consulteth whether he be able with ten thousand to meet him that cometh against him with twenty thousand? Or else why the other is yet a great way off, he sendeth and ambassage, and desireth conditions of peace. So likewise, whoever he be of you that forsaketh not all that he hath, he cannot be my disciple. That means again that he is wanting us to let go of all things. He, he wants us to, to search ourselves and to give complete surrender, to give control to him. See, true surrender will always go beyond natural devotion. If we only give up, God will surrender himself to embrace all those around us and will meet their needs, which were created by our surrender. We need to be aware of stopping anywhere short of total surrender to God. Most of us only have a vision of what this really means, but have never truly experienced it. And that's what I want people to get to, to a place where they truly can experience the complete surrender of God. Hallelujah. And we all know in John 3:16 that God tells us, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Hallelujah. Salvation does not mean merely deliverance from sin or the experience of personal holiness. The salvation which comes from God means being completely delivered from ourselves and being placed into perfect union with him. Hallelujah. When I think of salvation experience, I think of being delivered from sin and gaining personal holiness that we grow in Him more each day. Oh, hallelujah. But salvation is so much more. 
it means that the Spirit of God has brought me into intimate contact with the true person of God Himself. And as I caught up into total surrender to God, I became thrilled with something infinitely greater than myself. To say that we are called to preach holiness or sanctification is to miss the main point. We are called to proclaim Jesus Christ. Let us go to the Word of God. Please turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 2 again. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 2. And the Word of God tells us, For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Again, for I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Praise be to God. I love to get in the Word and how it teaches and how it guides us. The fact that He saves from sin and makes us holy is actually part of the effect and his wonderful and total surrender to us. Have you really thought about how he totally surrendered and gave his all for us on the cross? He took the nails in his hands and his feet and the crown on his head. He bore that cross for us. He laid down his life for us, completely surrendered, knowing that we were going to need the perfect sacrifice to cleanse us of our sin, to make a way for our salvation. Hallelujah. If we are truly surrendered, We will never be aware of our own efforts to remain surrendered. Our entire life will be consumed with the one to whom we surrendered. And that is so true. I was sharing that earlier. He becomes so much important in your life. And when he becomes in your life completely surrendered, when you're yielded to him is what I'm trying to say. And you just love him and you worship him. And that's what your mind is upon. It just comes naturally because... He is in you. He's living in you. And when you're walking in steps of righteousness and you're in His Word and growing and praying, oh, hallelujah, what peace and rest there is. Praise be to God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. And as I was sharing, in our entire life, we will be consumed with one to whom we surrender. Beware of talking about surrender if you know nothing about it. In fact, you will never know nothing about it until you understand that what I shared earlier in John 3.16, that God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. This means that God completely and absolutely gave Himself to us. In our surrender, we must give ourselves to God in the same way He gave Himself for us, totally, unconditionally, and without reservation. The consequences and circumstances resulting from our surrender will never even enter our mind because our life will be totally consumed with Him. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. And I'm really hoping that you can get to that place. And in order for us to be surrendered, we have to yield to Him. Praise be to God. The first thing that we must be willing to admit when I begin, or we begin to examine what controls and dominates us is that we are the ones responsible for having to yield ourselves to whatever it may be. If I am a slave to myself, I am to blame because somewhere in the past I yielded to myself. Likewise, if I obey God, I do so because at some point in my life I yielded myself to Him. Hallelujah. If a child gives it in to selfishness, 
He will find it to be the most enslaving tyranny on earth. There is no power within the human soul itself that is capable of breaking the bondage of the nature created by yielding. For example, yield for one second to anything in the nature of lust. And although you may hate yourself for having yielded, you become enslaved to that thing. Remember what lust is. I must have it now, whether it is the lust of the flesh or the lust of the mind. No release or escape from it will ever come from any human power, but only through the power of redemption. You must yield yourself in utter humiliation to the only one who can break the dominating powers in your life, namely the Lord Jesus Christ. He has anointed me to proclaim liberty to the captives. Luke 4.18 and Isaiah 61.1 When you yield to something, you will soon realize the tremendous control it has over you. Even though you say, oh, I can give up that habit whenever I like, you will know you can't. You will find that the habit absolutely dominates you because you willingly yielded to it. It's easy to see you will break every fetter while at the same time living a life of obvious slavery to yourself. But yielding to Jesus will break every kind of slavery in a person's life. Whenever we yield and we give in to something and we get outside of God's will and we know it's a sin, that opens the door for the enemy to come in to take control in your life. That's why it's important not to yield to him, to be wearing our armor daily, knowing when those things come, immediately rebuke that, start to pray. Don't give him an inch. Don't let him in. To surrender is to know that you have the power and the authority to rebuke the enemy when he comes at you in these things. You need to be walking with your armor daily, going forth in victory, knowing that through him we have the strength, we have the power the word of God teaches us. We can do all things through him. Hallelujah. And that in our weakness, his strength is made perfect. Hallelujah. Why are so many boxing God in and limiting him? Why are they saying they can't come to a place of surrender? Why are they saying they can't let go of things? Because God is able. He is the power. He is the source. He is living. Hallelujah. And He gives us the power to rebuke the enemy. He gives us the power to break those yokes that bind us, to break those chains. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. We need to put boxing God in. We need to go before Him and truly ask Him to search you. To go before Him and ask Him things, Father God, that are not pleasing unto you. I ask, dear God, that you reveal them to me. Father God, get me to that place of surrender. Help me to let go of the flesh, Father God. Father God, have your own way. Just take control of my life, Lord. Go before Him today. I just pray that you come to that place of surrender. Because so many of us, are walking paths that are not pleasing unto God. So many of us are trying to take the broad road that leads straight to hell. And we know when we go to the scriptures and we look to what God says, I want us to go to the Word because I love to give reference to the scriptures when I'm talking and teaching about things. And we're going to go to the book of uh, the book of Matthew chapter 7 and we're going to be reading verses 13 and 14 again we're going to Matthew 7 13 and 14 
Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there by which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. That's because so many are choosing to take that broad road to hell, because it's an easy path. They can just do as they please. They don't want to have discipline in their life. They don't want to surrender. They're more content living in the world, living in the flesh, going outside Father God's will, not surrendering, than getting on the path of righteousness, the path of peace, the path where God will direct us. He will meet our every need. But most important of all, that path leads to eternal salvation to God our Father in heaven. The things of this earth do not matter. The things of this world are going to vanish away. This is just a temporary place. This is just a temporary vessel. The Spirit lives within us. And one day, when that trump sounds, and if we are still living, He will call His children home. Or if you go by the grave, there is a final destination. Is it going to be heaven or hell for you? When you're choosing to conform yourself to things of the world and not transform your mind and letting God renew you, and start bearing good fruit, you're leading yourself to a life in hell. It's time. God is calling His children in to surrender. Look at this world. Look at all the hate. So many of us aren't going forth being voices just like yesterday. A 20-year-old man consumed with hate went into a prayer meeting. Set within that prayer meeting. Where was the discerning of the Spirit? Yes, I know they were showing forth love. But when we are led by the Holy Spirit, we have discerning of the Spirit, we can see the evilness. I know when I looked at that young man, you can see the hate. You can see the bad spirits in him. We need to get to a place in our life where we are surrendered and led by the Spirit so we can see those things. That man went in there with hate intention, had the tenacity to sit in that prayer meeting and then opened up fire and left one woman there, the witness, to, to say what he had done. We need to be praying for this kind of hate to stop. That hate just doesn't happen overnight. That hate installed. It's a leading of the enemy and things put into their life. We need to be coming against spirits like that. We need to be getting those things under the blood of Jesus Christ. We need to be voices going forth, knowing that we have the power and the authority in the name of Jesus Christ that God puts within us to come against those things. But it takes being surrendered and living in spirit and truth to break these yokes. We need to be utilizing the gifts that God puts within us and using them in the churches. We need to pray for our nation. We need to pray for every corner of every nation. Because there's so much hate, so much crime, so much sin. It only makes me wonder and imagine how long it really will be. How much more is God going to tolerate seeing his children live like this? That's not what he created us for. He created us to worship him, to love him, to serve him, to honor him. This life is a gift from him. Our life is in his hand. He is in control. It's time that we realize that he's in control and come to a place of surrender. On this day, I'm praying that this word will go into the depths of your heart and you will receive it and understand. To surrender means to completely let go of, to give it all of God. As I said earlier, my favorite scripture, John 3.30, He must increase, 
I must decrease. Are you willing today to let him increase in your life? Are you willing to decrease and give your all to him? Let us pray. Father God, right now, I pray that people that are listening to this message, Father, that the Spirit will just be moving upon them, and they will ask for you to increase in their life, Father. Father God, I'm asking that they will be able to empty themselves out of hate, out of prejudice, dear God, out of pride, out of lust, after self, dear God. I just pray, dear God, that all those things will be emptied willingly today, dear God, that you can anoint them, dear God, fill their hearts with love and compassion for their fellow man. But most of all, dear God, that you put the love of Jesus Christ in their heart and reverence for you, Father God. Father God, I pray today life will be transformed, dear God, and that people won't be going and being conformed to things of this world. Help the flesh to die, dear God, and the spirit to rise. Help there to be mighty warriors raised to go forth in your name, Father God. I just ask today for deliverance, dear God. I just ask, dear God, that people see and know that the power is in them, dear God. They just got to reach out and call upon you, Father. I give you all glory, honor, and praise, Father, because you are, dear God, the living source, the power. Oh, hallelujah. And through Jesus Christ, we have the victory. He went to the cross and was our perfect sacrifice. And he took the keys, and we already know through him we have salvation. Oh, hallelujah. Death could not hold him, and he rose. And one day... Oh, praise be to God. He will come to take his children home. My hope is we will all be found ready, Father. I just ask that you use me, dear God. Anoint me to go forth to bring people into your will, Lord, to teach them of that gift of salvation, Father. I thank you for making a way for a sinner like me and for all those listening, Father God. I give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. And I ask these things in your son Jesus' name and in your perfect will. Amen. I thank you so much for your time, and I pray that this word blesses you, and it helps you to grow and have understanding what it truly means to surrender. And if you need prayer and you, you want to keep growing and want someone to talk with and to share within the word, please email me at singingpraises70hotmail.com, singingpraises70hotmail.com. Or contact me on Facebook, Evangelist Montel Fields, M-O-N-T-E-L-L-F-I-E-L-D-S, for it's all about his glory, not mine. He's called me to help to go out to be a soul winner and to share the gospel. And I love being a servant. It's such a blessing and a peace to rest daily in a surrendered life knowing that God's got me. I won't back down because God's backing me up. And more than anything, I want you to know you are of worth, created for a purpose and a plan. Don't let the enemy lie to you and tell you you've done so much wrong that you can never be forgiven. There's no way or hope. As long as there's a breath in you, there is hope because you can use that very breath to repent and praise your Father. Seek Him while He can still be found. Don't wait till you're in the ground because then it's too late. We never know the day or the hour of his return. The word tells us he can come like a thief in the night, and he will. But my hope is you will know that you are loved and that Jesus made a way for you. And I pray that if you don't know him, you will receive him as your personal Savior and surrender. I love you all, but God loves you more. God bless you and keep you. Continue to grow in his word daily. Thank you.
Praise God. Praise God. What a blessing it is to live a surrendered life. And I really hope this message touched the depths of your heart today. And I want to share one more worship song. And I really want you to listen to the words of the song. I love this song. I love to sing this song. It always moves me. It's so powerful. It's called Worthy is the Lamb. How worthy is Jesus? How worthy do you see him? He laid down his life. He left the throne in heaven to come in the flesh to give his life for you and me that we could be saved, delivered, and set free, that we could receive eternal life. Do you ever really stop and think what he truly did for us? He gave for us. He went through the whipping post. They beat him on recognizable, ripping his skin. They spit upon him. They mocked him. They rejected him. Even people that was worshiping him, Hosanna, Hosanna the week before. He is a loving Savior. And he is so worthy of our praise. And I get so moved with emotion in my heart when I think of all he went through, not just being mocked and beaten, but the hours he spent on the cross. And he could have called 10,000 angels to get him off the cross. He had all power. But he said, not his will be done, but his Father's will. I want you to think about that today. Are you willing to live in the will of your Father, God? Until you receive Jesus and repent of your sins, you're not a child of God. You're a creation of his. But to be a child of God, you have to receive Jesus as your Savior. So as I get ready to play this last song, Worthy is the Lamb, I want you to search your heart. If you don't know him or maybe you've fallen short and you backslid, I want to pray for you after this song before we go into closing today. Right now, Father God, I just pray, dear God, that your peace and your spirit fall upon every listener, dear God, that's listening now or that will listen, dear God, on on demand, dear God. Lord, I pray that if they don't know Jesus as their Savior, that today they open their heart to receive him, to have a true understanding. It's not just a prayer, but it's a relationship. It's a heart matter, dear God. And I thank you, God, for sending Jesus to die for us that I may live eternally with you. My hope is knowing eternally I will be with you, Father. No more sickness, no more pain, no more struggles. Walking on streets of gold. Oh, Father God, there's so many things I think of when I think of heaven. But most of all, I want to meet you. I want to meet my Savior. And I don't want souls to be lost, God. This is why I do this, God. I have a heart and a burden for the lost, God. So today, let this broadcast fall upon the ears of those that need it, God. May it encourage them and draw them close to you, Father God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever so believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. John three sixteen. Thank you for 
Hallelujah. Oh, I pray that song moved you in your spirit, that you truly understand how worthy he is. Jesus, our Savior, our Redeemer. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for your sacrifice at the cross. And right now, I just want to give an invitation. If you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, and you feel he's He's talking to you today, that he's nudging at your heart, I encourage you, we have no promise of tomorrow. I pray that today that you'll let go of yourself, of this world, and of your sin and your burden and receive Jesus as your personal Savior. He will change your life in ways you never imagined. And the things that you let go of, what he gives you is far greater. I pray you can surrender your life to him. Just pray with me. Father God, today I truly understand what a relationship with this is with you. I pray, dear God, that you move in my life and in my heart, dear God. Forgive me of my sins, dear God. I want to receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. Today I give my life to you. I welcome you in. Give me strength to walk in the ways I need to walk. And let me be a light in the world of darkness. I thank you, Jesus, for your sacrifice on the cross. And I ask these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. Praise God. I pray I hear testimonies of people that have received Jesus. I would love to hear from you in regards to our broadcast. You can reach me on Facebook under Montel, M-O-N-T-E-L-L, Field, F-I-E-L-D-S. Message me. And I always check my messages and get back to people. Or email me at singingpraises7070 at hotmail.com, S-I-N-G-I-N-G-P-R-A-I-S-E-S-7-0 at hotmail.com. I love you all so much that God loves you more. I thank you for listening to Reaching Out Radio International. Please share our programs so that more people can hear about Jesus. You could be a part of saving souls, and teaching people of his love and his sacrifice on the cross. God bless you all. I pray you have a blessed, beautiful day. And I'm going to close out with one of my worship songs. What a beautiful name. Have a blessed, beautiful week ahead, my brothers and sisters. Again, thank you for listening to Reaching Out Radio International. I am your host and co-founder of Reaching Out Radio Internationals, and with my husband, Fields of Glory Ministries. And I would love to come sing at your event or at your church. We don't charge anything because we know if God wants us to be blessed, he'll put it upon someone's heart. So, again, contact me, Evangelist Montel Fields, on Facebook or by my email, singingpraises70 at hotmail.com. May God be with, keep you, and his peace and love surround you always.
Hallelujah, what a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus. That completes our broadcast for today. Again, thank you for listening to Reaching Out Radio International. God's blessings be upon you.